Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bath and Biscuits, the podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Rosino, and I am here to bring pet parents and pet professionals together to create a community of educated pet lovers. of any type of business it is so easy to get burnt out and overwhelmed really quickly so in today's episode i wanted to talk about how we can avoid burnout as the boss my first tip is to have a strong why your why is going to be the fuel that keeps you going when things are getting tough when you feel like it's just one thing after another this is too much Remember why you started a business in the first place. Remember why you wanted to become your own boss. And your why has to be strong and it has to be specific. It's not good enough to say, I want my own business for the money. What about the money? Why? Why do you want the money? I want to own my own business for the financial freedom it will bring me and my family. I want to be able to live a comfortable life. I want to be able to support myself. I want to be able to support my kids. And I want to have my own business to be my own boss. Having the freedom to be creative and build something that's mine is what's going to fulfill me. So those are some good examples of why. Again, really think about why you want to own your own business. Why do you want to be a boss? Why do you want to lead people? And always remember that when you feel like it's just not worth it. My second tip is to ask for help. I feel like so many people have this mindset of wanting to do everything on their own they never want to ask for help they want to be able to say that they did it on their own they did it without help they did it without a handout whatever they want to say but put your pride aside and ask people for help why are you going to make it harder for yourself when there are people who are genuinely willing to help you reach your goals there is room for everyone everyone in any any industry it doesn't matter if there's a hundred people doing the same thing in the same area those a hundred people are not you and I know people say this all the time that like you are unique that is your power no one is you but it's it's honestly the truth because you can literally again be doing the same thing that someone else is doing but people are going to continue to come back to you because they they resonate and they relate with you and they have a relationship with you they like you they like your personality you guys click well and that's that's really where your power lies right is within you and who you are as a person and your personality and not everybody is going to mesh with you and that's fine there are a hundred other people that if somebody doesn't like you they can go find somebody else out of the other hundred who are doing the same exact thing it is totally fine And it might not even come down to personality. You might be out of someone's budget. And again, it's totally fine because there's other people doing the same exact thing that you're doing. And the difference is they're offering, you know, different prices for their services. They have different experience and they are just different individuals. They're not you. Ask for help from people who have already done or are currently doing what it is that you want to do. And if somebody genuinely cares about the industry that they're in, they're going to have no problem helping you, right? Like if somebody comes to me with questions about the pet industry, 
I'm 100% going to tell them everything that I know from my experience because I want the pet industry to be successful. I want the pet industry to grow. I want people to be giving quality services because I care about the animals that are going to these facilities. I don't want people to just not know what they're doing and putting staff and putting dogs at risk. So I'm always going to give my advice. I'm always going to share my experience. I'm always going to help people if they come to me and they ask me questions. I'm never going to look at somebody as competition and not want to help them. And if you encounter those people, which I'm sure you will, that to me is a red flag. And honestly, that's that says a lot about their character if they're unwilling to help you because they see you as competition. That means they're not secure enough in their business and their business model and the services that they're providing, the experience that they're providing. They're not secure in their business. So again, if someone doesn't want to help you and someone doesn't want to share tips or give you the rundown of how to go about starting up something, that's on them and that's their own insecurities and their intimidation by you. The next thing I would say is hire the experts. And this might be, it might cost a little bit of money upfront hiring experts, but it's something that's going to save you money in the long run. It's it's essential to have experts helping you out in your business so that you're doing things the right way and the legal way. So if there's things that you're not sure about, you're not great with, such as marketing, legal issues, accounting, that's where you need to spend the money and you need to hire the experts because if you don't know what you're doing, in terms of like handling your money, filing your taxes, putting money aside, or just legally what you're allowed to do, how you're allowed to operate, the policies you're allowed to implement, that can get you in trouble in the future and cost you a lot of money. So you want to make sure that you're hiring experts who are going to be able to help you out and get everything set up for you in the beginning to make sure you're doing everything the right way. This next tip is definitely going to be something that is hard for most business owners, especially in the beginning and when they start to hire, um, is learning to delegate. In the beginning, at least for the first year or two, you're going to be putting in so many hours and being very hands-on in your business. And speaking specifically to the pet care industry, if you decide to open your own facility, you're going to have to be the one putting in all the hours in the beginning. And so once you're able to start hiring, you need to start delegating. At first, you might be working from open to closed. You might not be able to hire the employees. So you doing the actual work, you're going to be doing so much. You're going to be doing the physical labor. You're going to be doing the business side of things, the marketing, the bills, the taxes, dealing with the customers, running the social medias. You're going to be doing all of that. But again, once you start to hire, it's time to start delegating. And it can be hard at first because everybody always feels like they do things the best way or like people can't do things the same way that you do and it's just not it, it's not as good as when you do it you have to throw that thinking out the window and understand that just because somebody does something a little bit different than you doesn't mean that it's worse as long as they're achieving the same results you need to trust your staff and you need to trust your training so that eventually you're able to leave you're able to take time off take days off go on vacation and you don't have to be at your facility open to close i think the best way for us to break down positions 
um, especially in the pet industry, is hiring a general manager. This person is basically going to be running the facility. The general manager is going to be an extension of you as the owner. And they're basically going to be running all like the day-to-day operations. They're going to be dealing with the staff and they should really be able to run the business themselves, to be quite honest. Then you would want to have an assistant manager who is the right-hand man to your general manager, and they're gonna help with that workload that the general manager is taking on. And then I would hire supervisors or specific managers. So if you have grooming or if you have like boarding to hire like a grooming manager or a kennel manager, those individuals will be responsible for their specific department and the operations and overseeing that department so that way it's easier for the general manager and the assistant manager to kind of focus on the business at a whole as a whole when there's a grooming manager and a kennel manager kind of focusing on more of the specifics and then my last tip would be to get yourself organized it is so easy to be very chaotic and very disorganized and not have everything in place but getting organized is going to help you so much so get yourself a calendar a planner whatever it is if you like to use your phone whatever is going to be easiest for you to see everything that you need so i like to keep track on a calendar of when my specific bills come out how much those bills are going to be and this helps me that each week okay next week i have these bills coming out it's this much money i need to put aside this much money to cover the bills keep track of any meetings that you have keep track of check-ins with your management team or with your employees and then lastly like know what's important and what is also a top priority so A lot of things as a business owner can seem like, oh, this is so important, this is so important, this is so important, but they're not really top priority things. And that's where we can seem to get a little bit overwhelmed, where we're running around doing a bunch of little things that really aren't priority, that really aren't moving us forward as a business, and we're spending so much time on those things. So spend your time on things that are going to move you and your business forward toward more success and don't focus your energy on things that can be handled by your management team or even your regular staff members like if somebody is having an issue with like scheduling that's not something that you should be spending so much time on that should be something that your management is dealing with if you have an issue where a dog was hurt in your care and required medical attention, that is something that is top priority. You need to deal with that dog that was injured or deal with the dog that got sick and also deal with the the owners of that dog. So again, really make a list of like things that you have to do and put it in order of priority and get it done like that. So any type of, anything that just needs to be done split it up into smaller tasks that way it doesn't seem so overwhelming and then again make sure you're putting everything in in a hierarchy of top priority what's most important what's least important and then delegate off that list if you're able to so these were just a few of my tips to help you as the business owner prevent burnout because it is so quick and so easy for us to get tired and overwhelmed but always remember your why always know that you putting in this work for yourself is always going to be you're always going to come out and benefit from it because if you're not putting in this work for yourself you're going to be doing it for somebody else 
to make them money and put more money in their pockets and make them live their dream. So you might as well be putting in this effort and this time for you to have the freedom and the life that you want. Oh, 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 oh,